if we can just actually build our own confidence in the fact that we can handle hard things, we get to have such a rich life. And that's why for us runners, we're so uniquely positioned because running is hard. And especially when you start varying your runs and not just do the same monotonous type of running, but you build in intervals and you build in speed and and different things, we get so good at challenging ourselves, at pushing ourselves. Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 29. Today I want to share with you 10 key ways we can all use mindfulness to make our own lives better. And by better, I mean more intentional, more purposeful. I want to share an interview I came across with Dina Castor. You might remember that she's my very favorite runner, professional runner, and the author of the book, Let Your Mind Run. This interview, I feel, holds so much opportunity for all of us, runner or not, but in reality, of course, if you're listening, you're probably a runner. And by opportunity, I mean because our experience of life is ultimately determined by our perception of it. And in these 10 mindfulness tips, Dina shares how she chooses to live her life on purpose. So as you listen to these 10 tips, you may decide to make them the inspiration for your 2022. Tip number one, live a quality, purposeful life. According to Dina, goals aren't just pursued in the moment, but in the choices we make throughout the day. Wow. So to juggle the competing demands of being, she's a public speaker, she's a high-profile athlete, she's a mother, Dina has to be incredibly mindful of how she chooses to spend her time. So she works to trim the fat, making sure there's nothing in her day that doesn't serve her. She wants her time to be filled with high-quality activities and surrounded with the people she loves, always on purpose. And I think for us as recreational athletes, we ha- there is such an opportunity for us also. We have to juggle so many things too. And I think when we really embody our purpose and our goal and everything we do, we just show up very differently. And we need to consider, let's say you're training for a half marathon. If you show up as a half marathon runner in everything you do, in every activity you do, how will that inform how you participate or engage in that activity, right? How will it inform what you choose to do or plan for in each activity, right? It's just something to consider. Tip number two, live with an attitude of gratitude. 
I love this one. According to Dina, she's grateful to live the life that she loves and love the life that she's living. She says, I like to immerse myself in the greatness of the opportunity, being incredibly grateful for everything she does and everywhere she goes. It's something she's cultivated over time. And what she calls being in the moment and really enjoying the action of whatever she's doing. Just after college, she did a gratitude exercise with her coach's wife, which changed her. She was asked to keep a gratitude list and to pick 10 things each day to be grateful for, but she could never have duplicates. At first, she says it was easy, but then she really had to start searching for things to put on the list that were different than before. She says searching for joy and gratitude helped her train her mind to ignore or push out the negative. And I think this is so key for us to understand that the neurological makeup of our brain will change with whatever we focus on. And focusing on gratitude will change infrastructure of the brain and how readily, how quickly we we start pivoting towards gratitude and positivity in our life, the more we practice it. So it's almost like I want you to imagine that currently if you're somebody who feel that you're not super naturally grateful or positive in life, that you maybe lean a little more towards the glass being half full, I just want you to realize that it's just that this perception has just been nurtured more in your life, almost like the negative perception it's almost like a super highway maybe in your brain and and the more positive is a little more like a like a smaller road and all we have to do to to switch that is just to really build out this positive side of our neuronal infrastructure almost and just and just almost build it up so that becomes a super high highway and so in reality it will teach the brain to more readily look for positive things. It's very fascinating. The third tip from Dina is practice positivity and purposefulness. Dina says, if it takes the same amount of energy to choose a positive route over a negative route, then why not choose a positive choice? She says she wasn't born innately happy, but that joy is a practice and our choices build up to be our habits. So, she consciously chooses not to give negativity any energy. No matter the situation, even after she broke her foot only three miles into the Beijing Marathon, we won't find Dina complaining or berating herself. Instead, she'll step back, analyze the situation, and see where she can improve. Wow. Talk about an amazing attitude. It's really, truly somebody who understands that circumstances are what they are. In her case of the Beijing Marathon, she broke her foot. That becomes a circumstance. The thoughts she chooses to have around that will impact her feelings. That will impact her actions. And so there is so much opportunity for us there as we choose positivity over negativity. And it takes the same amount of energy, right? But it just has a vastly different outcome. Tip number four, see challenges as opportunities. Dina says, even in the moment of suffering and negativity, there's going to be a much stronger side of me. 
she says we should honor the fact that there will be challenges, hurdles, or obstacles along the way. Seeing the obstacles as motivation for change and improvement. And she says when the poop hits the fan, we get our greatest growth in learning. And I just want to insert there that really what we learn from is our hard times, our failures, right? But we're conditioned so much by society to want to avoid that, to want to steer away from when things are hard. If we can just actually build our own confidence in the fact that we can handle hard things, we get to have such a rich life. And that's why for us runners, we're so uniquely positioned because running is hard. And especially when you start varying your runs and not just do the same monotonous type of running, but you build in intervals and you build in speed and, and different things. We get so good at challenging ourselves, at pushing ourselves. And we get good at also failing and failing is okay. Failing is first attempt and learning. And I said that I want you to understand the acronym F-A-I-L, first attempt in learning. And I think it's so brilliant because it allows us to see failing for part of the whole process of growing. We need that aspect, right? And so what Dina says for her in Beijing, when if you haven't read her book, this is where she broke her foot. This is the 2008 marathon, Olympic marathon, and she was set to, she was expected to win it. She broke her foot and she learned that there is a huge difference between, between being fit and being healthy. And she used her break, her time off running, as an opportunity to make big life changes and dietary changes to ensure she was healthy with strong bones so it would never happen again. Tip number five from Dina is focus on your passion. Dina says, my passion is for life and I choose running to express that. Wow. She believes it's her passion that's fueled her success and it can fuel ours. She says, I realized that I was a passionate person taking my passion out on running, but I could put that passion into just about anything I choose to do. And I think this is so key for all of us. And it's so important for us to decide what our purpose for running really is. Because this is where we can tap into some major, major growth happening for us. So for me personally, I use running as a personal or as a vehicle for personal development. And as I mentioned earlier, it's such a great opportunity to continually grow ourselves in overcoming obstacles, physical obstacles in the running process, but really seeing them just as metaphors or analogies for other areas of our life, right? So for Dina, realizing that she was a passionate person, taking her passion out and running was an aha moment for her. And it was incredibly liberating. She says, realizing it's passion that fueled her took off the pressure and allowed her to run almost better than ever before because she was no longer attached to it. She could simply run for the pure joy of it, and the record-breaking was simply a result of it. 
I think this is so important for us to really stop and just think about for a minute. And I want you to ask yourself why you run. Why do you run? What does running do for you? And I know for so many of us, and it did for me and an exercise for me in the past, was a tool to achieve a body I desired. Running was really just, you know, an activity I I accomplished or exercise was an activity I accomplished in order to burn calories so that I could slowly love my body better or more, right? Running was or exercise was really just a negative enforcer that I utilized to control my body. And it was now that I reflect on it, such a negative mindset to be in, so far from passion, obviously, like Dina is describing here. And so no wonder that exercise running was never associated with something or anything positive. And I want you to really dig deep here for yourself also and see how does this resonate with you? What do you use running for? Or why do you run? Do you truly run because you have a passion for it and you love it? Or is it just a means to an end because at the end of the day, you need to burn X amount of calories so that you can feel that you've come one step closer to, you know, a goal or a body that that you can love a little more. Take a minute to consider that. And tip number six from Dina is live with continuous improvement. Dina says, I don't need to be faster tomorrow than I was today, but I need to be better than I was today. So in each day and each moment, Dina is looking to improve herself. She says, we're all capable of making changes in attitude and life through the choices we make on a daily basis. To Dina, running's allowed her to chase a better side in herself by asking, how can I be better, a better mom today, a better wife, a better contributor to my community? Her mantra used to be define myself. She'd ask herself, how do I wish to define myself in this moment? Or how do I want to react to the situation instead of involuntarily throwing herself into it? She means we're constantly facing choices. Do this. Don't do that. Go here, but don't go there. Train hard, but take off the day. Whatever the question is, no matter large or small, she believes it makes us who we are. And I think there's such opportunity for us in this if we just take a moment of pause in between situations and reflect, right? What do we want to be or do in this moment? So often we were on autopilot and we react in our day, right? And we go down a very familiar pattern actually in how we think about things. For me, it would be underlying in my brain if I, when I woke up that was I really truly feeling like going to the gym to work out? No. And then I would start this familiar dialogue in my brain with myself, whether, well, I really ought to. But I don't really feel like it. I am a little tired tired, or I did train really hard the last week and then it would go back and forth, right? 
And so I was already in this set pattern of defeating my own desires for what I wanted to do. And I think if we can take a pause in that moment before we go into that habitual pattern and come back to a mantra or how we choose to want to show up, we empower ourselves in this situation and we're more conscious in this situation instead of just reacting on autopilots. Tip number, I think we're on number seven now, be excited about life. Dina says celebrate the moment, every moment. She recommends immersing ourselves in the moment, truly celebrating it and finding the pure joy in it. She likes to start sentences with a sense of thrill or vibrancy and to throw her hands up in the air in celebration. She says, it may seem silly, but hormones are released. Now, she finds herself throwing her hands up going, I love this. I love living here. I love my family. How cool is that? Just the pure joy of it. And tip number eight is get enough rest. And can I just interject? Amen. Dina says to get the most quality of her days, she wants the most quality of her sleep. Or she wants the most quality out of her sleep. She balances her hard work with what she calls hardcore rest. This is the secret of the pros. If you want to work hard, you need to rest hard. Dina gets 10 hours of sleep each night so she can attack the day again. Tip number nine Turn nervousness into excitement. Dina says naming and titling something differently makes an enormous shift in how you can take on that task. She gets nervous, Dina, that is. Dina gets as nervous before the big race as any of us, but she's reframed it in her mind. So she views nervousness as a sign of her preparation that she's done the homework and is raring to go. I'm so invested and so prepared, interested and excited to get on that line and show what I've been working for. Saying excitement has more empowerment and control. It makes you feel like you're invested and ready. So before each race, Dina writes down three reasons she should succeed at her goal, then commits them to memory. Then when the going gets tough, she can recall why she should succeed in that moment. First, she did this with races, now with other life events, such as giving a large motivational speech. And tip number 10, take things one step at a time. According to Dina, running has taught her it takes one step at a time to become a better runner and a better person in life. She works to be present in each moment and take her goals, large or small, one step at a time. Doing so gives her greater joy and appreciation for each moment of the journey. Can I just interject? I love the mindfulness component of this. I think it's so key for us to be able to anchor in to the moment that we're in, to the present, and be truly mindful in it. Be mindful in the run when we're out running. Be mindful when we're around our family. Be mindful even at work with what we're doing. Dina doesn't dwell on the end goal, but on the positive emotions she gains from the experience. 
She doesn't say winning the race is the reward for her training, but that it's all a reward. This releases her to immerse herself in the present moment, whether that's out on a trail watching an eagle soar above or time spent with training partners on long runs where they get deep and personal. And of course, time with her family. For Dina, there is nothing better than walks with her family. And I think this is so, so important that we get really clear on it's the experience of the moment that will define our memory of it, our how we choose to experience the moment will define how that moment actually is for us. So back to this interview, by focusing on the present, Dina's life is rich, passionate, and full of joy, and she believes yours can be too. Her mindfulness helps her to stay present and achieve amazing things. But that's almost beside the point. It means she's joyful, at peace, and living her greatest life. And Dina says that she truly believes her fastest days are behind her, but her best days are ahead. So if you would like to tap in a little bit to this rich, passionate, full of joy life that you've heard Dina talk about here, I encourage you to go back over the episode and extract one or two things that you can apply into your own life. By cultivating mindfulness in running and all other areas of our life, we fuel our runs, our days more meaningfully and thereby elevate our life. And there you have it, runner friend, 10 key ways to use mindfulness to make our life better. Now, if you would like to be more intentional and create more purpose in your life, I invite you to join us in my Runner's Mind coaching program, which starts on January 9th, 2022. You won't go it alone, but you'll have me and other women runners who are interested in the same journey as you. Links in the show notes to join us. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.